Hi guys, and welcome to Joyride. My name is Richard. I was wondering, do you take joy for granted? Don't you worry, studies have shown that it's very human and very normal. But I found a way to change that, to find joy in the more in our daily life. It's called The Three Joyful Things. Joyride is a podcast where I talk about joyfulness and the power of joyfulness. That deep-rooted inner human power that makes life fun, a little adventurous and very, very happy. Weekly and in 20 minutes max, I will explain you and I will help you how to unlock and unleash your joyfulness. So you can benefit too from the amazing opportunities and possibilities it will give you. For more information, please go to richarddixon.com or join me every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher and Spotify. I'm so glad you're here. Let's be joyfulness and let's do this. A couple of years ago, my parents passed away. And although the contact between my parents and me was reduced to birthday wishes and Christmas cards, it came as a shock. Because nevertheless, these were the people who raised me with the best possible intentions, with all the love and care that they could give me. They gave me a pretty normal childhood. And <laughs> my teenage years were, I can tell you, were the best one can hope for, especially at that age. I was living at Spain's, one of Spain's best costas. I was traveling, I was learning a lot. I had enough money to spend it on that age. Like I always said, paradise came with a cost. But don't get me wrong, I'm not complaining because I'm so grateful and so thankful for all that have done for me. So their, their passing away left me pretty much devastating. But it was also a big, how do you call that, a big wake-up call. Because I started thinking about uh, what have I learned from them? How did they live their lives? And, and how did their life, or what they taught me, reflect on me? And of course, inside talking is always easy. And especially with the, with the knowledge I have today, I must say, I must honestly say that my parents, as children of the Second World War, their main goal was financial security. My mom was a typical housewife and given the time frame and my dad's character, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that my mom wasn't allowed to go to work. I think, I, I really think she would have, she would have wanted it. And my dad was a self-made man. He worked himself up from truck driving to an international entrepreneur with, <laughs> I have to say, fluctuating success, to, to call it mildly. Yet, like I said, I'm not complaining because the good man and, and my mom, they always made sure that there was always enough food on the table, no matter what happened. And for many years, my parents were, were, were my shining examples, my, my role models. As a man, I wanted to be just like my dad. He was successful. He was fearless. He went, he did everything. He was never afraid or brave as my dad. That is what I wanted to be. Um, like my mom, she was a liberal. She spoke her mind and she didn't give a shit what somebody else thought. Hilarious, sometimes not that much, but she was like that. It was a, a very, I think she was a very hard woman on herself, mostly on herself. And like I said, my dad, as I remember him, he was fearless. He was brave. And in his early years as a businessman, he did business on a truly unbelievable scale. I think he was, uh, if I remember right, he was one of the first ones who 
took a whole 747 with tomatoes and sell it out of uh, out of the US to Europe if I remember right he was he was doing pretty pretty well he was invited by companies and by governments even before the Dutch government himself was invited so imagine the sadness and I found out that he felt unworthy and he was afraid during most of his older adult life and I found also out that probably because he felt like this he never ever trusted anyone and he lived and worked just to survive and due to this unfortunate state of being he always wanted to stay one step ahead of, of anybody else in this who, who came to approach him because he never trusted anyone and as a result Unfortunately, he couldn't be trusted neither. Many, many people, including his own kids. I mean, me and my sisters, because probably we were easy targets, paid big money for that knowledge. We, we, we paid that, we paid that. And decades ago already, I don't know, I'm now 54, so I suppose must be at least 20, 25 years ago, I made a promise to myself that I would never, ever be like him. So imagine the shock, truly a shock, when I started to reflect on their life and on my life, that in significant areas of my life, I had literally copied them. And I made choices based on that copy that made me, I can say, very, very unhappy. And luckily, like, like anybody else, I had also things very well. And also because of them, because of, like I said, my mom was outspoken and she was a hard woman my dad was fearless so that also made that I did things very well for myself and even at times I was thrilled experienced huge amounts of joy and in fact when I started this journey this joyride like I always call it like the title of the podcast I found out that in the best times in my life they were highly connected with joy and that I found, at least for myself, I found a very interesting fact. And in later years, I, I started to learn, I started to study because I was very curious. So I was having as much fun as possible and the results were huge, big. I mean, I couldn't complain at all. So I wanted to know more about it. And I, like I said, I started to learn and I found out that like any other human being on this planet, I'm everything. I am love, I am strength, I am care, I am connected, I am resilient. And the most important one, and of course, today I would call it joy values. The most important one was the one in which I took all my good choices. And I took a light of that and everything I did well for myself and had a good time with it. Those decisions were based on what I am, on joy. I explain that in my in my um, in the power of joyfulness in my podcast in my in my blogs. The joy values are different for everybody. We are born with it. They're very very personal, and mine seems to be be joy. I mean, what can I do? When I realized that, I took a big decision, a massive decision again, because from that moment on, I decided that I would let a joy take the lead. And so I started focusing on questions, on the questions that I was trying to avoid so hard for so many years. What was interesting, 
that on the moment that I was letting go of all these pressures of life, my, my convictions, my, my, my beliefs, limited or otherwise, when I let that go, immediately some kind of clarity came over. It had also felt if there was a ton of weight lifted from my shoulders, of which, and how funny it and, and how weird it also may sound, I can only describe as if there was the presence of the universe itself. Over the years, I had my studies and my courses also about the universe, because they were included in this uh, holistic health, both mental and physical, etc. So I quickly learned and started to realize that I was dealing with something very intelligent. And it must be logically, therefore, approached as intelligent and as I possibly could. True, I agree. In my case, that already is a challenge. <laughs> and some would even say, impossible forget it and yet somehow i managed hey, what can i do i managed it so the first thing i said to myself when i realized that i said okay richard it's crunch time let's check out if you have grown a pair so i asked myself how much am i willing to receive now don't expect any fairy tale from me, you know, saying something like a rainbow comes out of my ass or something like that, or nothing changed, actually. Absolutely nothing. The same, the same sun came up like a normal way. The world keep, kept spinning in the same direction. I still woke up, you know, itching on my back. So, sorry, nothing out of the ordinary. I cannot make it any more exciting than it is. Or was there? Maybe there was, because I had learned in the past that selective perception needs to be guided first if I ever wanted to receive what I was asking for in the first place. Selective perception is the term for seeing what you want to see, like, like a pregnant woman who suddenly noticed that there are many other pregnant women too, but she did not notice before her own pregnancy. Of course, on the average, there is no more women pregnant than usual, L. Or purchasing a car, for instance, is also a very good example. We all have experience in one way or the other. You know, we're going to buy a car and we have no idea what for, what kind of car. And, and the moment we, we, we have decided what kind of car and which model, etc., and the color, etc., we walk out of the dealership and you see that car driving all around and every single corner is that car. I mean, that doesn't mean that that car was, you know, produced millions of times in the last, I don't know, hour, two hours or something like that. Of course not. But that is what it is, seeing what uh, what we want to see. I explained that a little bit more in my latest uh, blog, and, and, and it's called um, uh, What Do We See in a Mirror? So if you're interested, you can check that out there as well. So to see what I wanted to see, in this case, myself, I wanted to see. I had those questions I was avoiding. And one of them was, you know, I could look at myself, no problem, in a mirror, but could I see myself? And for that, I needed first to recognize myself. In other words, in other words since I am joy, I needed to see and first of all, recognize Joyce. How else could I receive something if I even can recognize it? For me, that sounds very logic. And there I remembered um, that I read... I don't know how, how long ago, it must be a couple of years ago, I think. There was a, a, a study conducted in Zurich, in Switzerland. And if I, if I remember right, it was about happiness or something like that. Anyway, I made it the three joyful things. And it's the same exercise that I'm suggesting to my clients 
that I work with, it only takes for about 10 minutes a day for, I would say, at least a week. So what do you do? You take it, it takes for about, like I said before, 10 minutes every day and you do as follow. You write down the three joyful things you've heard or you saw, you did or experienced on that on that day. So you do that every day on that day and you think about the things that have lightened up your day that you found really joyful and describe how it made you feel. Also write down the reason why these things were joyful to you. In other words, answer the question, why this, uh, did this joyful ha- event happen to you? I know, I know, I'm, I'm, I'm very aware of it, that it can be a very hard question and to think about the why of joyful things in your life. But I can assure you it becomes easier. And it's also important that to create some kind of journal where you, uh, where, where you write that subject, that, that theme, that topic, where you write it down. It's not enough uh, to simply do the exercise or to do the thing in your head. There is a whole improvement science behind uh, the benefits of keeping a journal. And so I can only strongly suggest Take a journal and write it down. Some small tips um, I, I give people to write it down. For instance, you know, give that what happened, you know, the, that joyful event that happened, those three things. Give it a title. I don't know, you know, sharing an anecdote at work, something, something like that. You know, give it a title that you remember it quickly and list any joyful thing you like it doesn't matter how it it can be small ones for instance i don't know you know uh, my boss gave me a compliment something like that or my partner blinked the eye to me hey let's be honest that's that's nice what can also be a bigger ones or larger ones i i don't know you know that i presented the the offer that was accepted or i helped my friend or my girlfriend or, or my family you know going again because for whatever reason they were down and you give them a shoulder and and your presence or your your words kept them going again and remember write down exactly what happened in as much detail as you can possibly can including what somebody else and of course what you did and what you said and who was there involved and like i said what they said things like that use whatever writing style you have or please and, and please don't worry about grammar or spelling it's not a school assignment with grades it's that's not important at all if you can make this exercise it's only for about a week make it part of your daily routine I would consider to do it just before you go to bed, you know, because there is another exercise I give people and I do three things on the beginning of the day and three things at the end of the day. And that is also that has a reason. And that's why I also always suggest to people, you know, if you close the day and you write down in your journal, do it if you can before you go to bed. And if you do this exercise, let's say at least a week, it's only 10 minutes a day. I can assure you that probably within the last days of this week but definitely at the end and and i know people who have continued that for the for the for the month and the years to come you will find and notice considerable change in your environment in your in your surrounding and it shows you and you will feel that you are joy it's not that joy overcomes you like like i always said like a fluke or a goal or whatever you like to achieve but you start to notice that joy, and especially joyfulness, is within you. To receive it back, to receive it and to 
in order to give it again, like I always say that giving and receiving are one in truth, and receiving is always the first part of it, always. Universe always gives first to allow us to give. So we always receive first. You start to notice, like I said, very quickly if you start this exercise, that you are joy. All right, guys. And again, that's it for today. My God, I got a feeling that every week goes faster and faster. Incredible. Well, anyway, if you would like to have more information about this topic or subject, that yeah, you can go to my website, richarddixon.com. There are blogs and podcasts about this subject or maybe some other topics that you might find interesting, including the power of joyfulness. If it's more personal, please don't hesitate. Just send me an email and I'll come back to you as soon as I can. But for now, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Keep those emails coming. And for now, I wish you a great week. And remember, be joyful. Bye-bye.